3, 2, 1. Counting backwards! Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. Today we talk about tracking calories at Christmas, me considering steroids, finding the motivation to get in the gym, how exercise impacts my mental health, and a target date for Macro Brownie Co. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Macro Cap Podcast. I know it has been a hot minute. I've been away. I've had lots of stuff going on, writing cookbooks, doing a little bit of everything, trying to start my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. Um, basically, just as much of an idiot on there as I am on here, and I'm sure that's why you listen to my annoying voice every time I put up a podcast. Now, as a little bit of a welcome back kind of podcast, I thought I'd answer some Q&A questions that I was asked the other day on my Instagram story. Uh, thank you for those who do send the questions in. There is a lot of really good ones this time around, so without further ado, let's crack into that. We'll get into the uh, the more important ones first and then a little bit more playful ones later on. So the first question I was asked was, how do you find staying on track and not blowing out over this time of year, assuming it's calories over the Christmas period? Uh, to be honest, I don't intend to track a whole lot over the Christmas period. However, give yourself a little bit of extra room to move within your calories. So if you're currently cutting, don't be scared to put your calories up a little bit. At worst, you're more than likely going to hit maintenance, which is fine. It's completely fine. Even if you go into a surplus, it's not going to absolutely destroy all of the progress you've made this far. However, do always remember that memories are more important than your macros sometimes. Like just be social, hang out with your family, hang out with your friends. Don't be scared to go to events. Track your food if you have to, but if you don't want to, don't track your food. Just eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and if anyone calls you fat, eat them too. The next question was, how did you set up your recent cut while moving away from tracking macros? Truth be told, I actually tracked throughout my entire cut. I've actually been tracking again since March of this year. However, I don't feel like I have to. I just feel like at this point, I would like to. It's a preference for me. To move away from it, a simple use of the term sort of um, move more and eat less can be very helpful for some people. However, it also can be very harmful because people start to move a lot more and eating a lot met, a lot less, I should say, which is obviously not what you want because you want to try and find that healthy balance. However, if you do want to start eating intuitively, start taking note of how big portion sizes are when you do track them. So that way, when you do start eating intuitively, you can kind of guesstimate how many calories are in each portion of what you're having, and you get a lot better of an idea of what calories are in the meals you're consuming, and you can kind of start to eat a bit more freely. The next question is, how long did it take you to be consistent with logging all your meals? I hate it with a passion. To be honest, it didn't take me long at all. Uh, when I have a goal and I'm hell-bent on my goal, I will achieve the goal no matter what the goal is. For instance, next year I am competing in men's physique bodybuilding, so next September I will step on stage. I will track right up until that point and then more than likely have a couple of weeks off. Depending on how I go in the show itself and whether I enjoy the process, I'll do it again. However, I'm just a sucker for having a goal and just kicking goals as best as I possibly can, mainly because I'm a competitive person uh, and I'm very competitive, mainly with the man in the mirror. The next question is, what are some easy, make-in-bulk, tasty, re reheated, prepped meals? I always struggle with this. To be honest, I use a lot of pasta bakes when I'm doing this kind of thing, or even spaghetti bolognese. I often find that those ones are the best because pasta just reheats really well as compared to like your rice or anything. 
Other than that, you're looking more maybe tacos or burritos. You can definitely reheat those. Uh, if you can just cook the filling, as in the protein sauce, and then load up with the salad as well, just throw a wrap in the bag as well, and you can just microwave the wrap wherever you are if there's a microwave. If not, just eat the wrap as it is. You don't necessarily need to microwave it. It just helps with the texture a lot. The next question is, does the amount of exercise you do impact your mental health? Short answer, yes, absolutely. However, it, it is a little bit deeper than that uh, because there was a follow-up that says, in terms of mentally stressing, oh, I need, to, I need to go to the gym or do this or that. I used to be quite like that, whereas now if I miss a session, I miss a session and that's completely fine. I just make up for it or I double up the next day. But I don't really stress about it as much as I used to. It, however, you know, obviously... When I go to the gym, I do feel a whole lot better about my entire life. Like that 90 minutes I spend at the gym is basically a daily therapy session that I pay $15 a whole week for. And I really can't ask much more than that. It's why I, one of the reasons why I should say I went to the gym in the first place. So I love being in there and it definitely impacts my mental health when I'm not there. The next question is, have I had any issues with my tattoos stretching due to gains? Uh, no. The reason is, if you ever look at someone who's abused steroids and have gotten absolutely huge, you'll notice that all of their stretch marks are in the sort of like the pits of skin, so your armpits and knee pits and things like that. That's where the uh, the skin tends to stretch. However, none of my tattoos are in there like that, so hopefully they'll never stretch. Hopefully. The next question is how to deal with weak training periods. Now, this will vary from person to person. I know when my training sessions are getting a little bit weak, a little bit shit, I usually need a deload. And I can feel that throughout general daily activities as well because I'm more tired than usual. So I'll take that deload. I'll either have a week off or I'll lift for the same amount of reps, but 50 to 60% of the weight that I usually would. And after that, usually I'm feeling pretty good. I'm fired up and ready to get back in. Uh, if you haven't tried a deload, I would 145% recommend it. It is unbelievable and has you feeling so much better once you're back in the gym. It just feels a bit shit when you're going in and not testing yourself every single session. The next question is, I make it three to five weeks into training and dieting and then stop. How to stop this? Uh, set yourself some goals. Set yourself some realistic, achievable goals that you can actually get. As well as that, find a program that works best for you and a diet that works best for you. This is why I preach flexible dieting so much because a lot of people don't like stock standard chicken, rice, and broccoli. However, if you can still incorporate foods that you enjoy into your diet, then nine times out of 10, you're gonna to stick to it a lot more. It's the same thing goes with a program as far as a workout program that works for yourself. You need something that'll work for you. If you try to do a six day a week program, but you only have three days a week spare, then you're not gonna get very far and you're gonna give up eventually. Just make sure you're finding things that work for you in your lifestyle and in your favor. The next question is if you would move anywhere else, where would you go? And the answer straight away, don't even need to think about it, is London. I miss London so much every single day. I lived there for two years and absolutely loved it. I cannot think of a more incredible city to live in. It's extremely multicultural. I love the pub culture. I'm a big pub fan. Absolutely love it. And the beer tastes so much better over there as well. Not that that really impacts me now as I hardly drink at all. But over there, I drank a fair amount and absolutely loved the scene. Absolutely loved it. The next question is, how do you help find motivation to get back to the gym after not going for a while? Now, I've already mentioned this, I'm a very goal-driven person, but if I don't have a goal, I severely lack motivation, and at that point, I just use my routine and 
my discipline to get back in the gym as often as I can. I do like to go six days a week because I love being in there. So for me, it's more about discipline and more about routine than anything else. Uh, motivation I don't have because I get up at 5 a.m. to go there. The next question is, would you ever consider PEDs or performance enhancing drugs? Curious about your opinion on the matter. To be honest, I consider PEDs absolutely every single day without fail because I just want to know like how I'll react to whatever steroid that gets shoved in me. Uh, but to be honest, I'll probably never do it. Never say never, I guess, but I'll more than likely never do it because I don't really see the risk to, the risk to reward ratio benefiting me at all. I see literally no point in me doing it unless I intend to become some famous bodybuilder, which I don't really intend to do. And I don't really want to end up like Ziz and just have a heart attack and die. It's, it's not what I'm about. The next question is, how have you felt being in a deficit? Now, I haven't been in a deficit for a couple of months now. When I was in the deficit, I felt absolutely magnificent. It was much better, much, like much, much, much better than my most previous cut that I did before that. Uh, my most previous cut before that, for those who don't know, resulted in me heavily binge eating and making myself incredibly sick. So I felt extremely good throughout the deficit that I was in most recently. The next question is what motivates you? And to be honest, I just have to motivate myself. For the most part, I really just want to be better than the better than the person that I was the day before. The next question is assault bike or stairmaster? And the answer is simply neither. I hate cardio. I'll refuse to get on either of those machines. Next up is, what are your best alternatives to recipes with peanuts in them? I'm allergic to them. Now, if you're allergic to all of nut butters, any recipe that involves nut butter, you can replace directly with Biscoff or Nutella. You might be addic you might be allergic to Nutella. Uh, so Biscoff is definitely the way to go. However, any things that specifically require peanut butter, you can substitute any nut butter. Uh, I don't have any recipes with pe just peanuts in them, but yeah, I do a lot with peanut butter. I am sorry about that, but definitely directly uh, replace it with Biscoff. Is using creatine a good and healthy way to increase in size? Absolutely. It is the most science-backed supplement on the on the shelf, like completely. Uh, everyone, literally everyone in the world should be taking creatine. It's great for absolutely everybody. Most definitely take creatine. If you don't already take creatine, make sure you're getting your five grams a day every day for the rest of your life. You do not need a loading phase. Don't start taking 20 grams a day just because the container says it. You don't need it. Five grams a day, every day, even on rest days. The next question is how to deal with bad body image. Now, to be completely honest, I still do have some issues with this. Uh, not every single day, but there'll be a few days here and there where I definitely still struggle with it. I have turned it into motivation a couple of times just to sort of look at myself and go, you know what, let's just work a little bit harder this week or let's work a little bit harder this month. Uh, for the most part, I try to look back at where I where I started and compare myself to where I am now. That really sort of hits home for me and I recognize the amount of work I've put in to get where I am and the amount of time it has taken to get to that point. It makes me feel a hell of a lot better. As well as that, I know... I just keep in mind, like I remember seeing this meme a few years ago. Uh, it was a guy who was staring at another guy who was staring at another guy who was staring at another guy and they were all admiring each other's physique saying, I wish I could look like that. And I, I don't just think that people want to look like me. That's absolutely barbaric. However, I'm sure there is someone somewhere who thinks I do have like an ideal body that they strive to get. And I have no doubt that you do too. Next up is, have you checked out Jimbros underscore NFT? No, I don't like NFTs. I just don't understand them. I, I literally don't 
have a clue what the hell they are. So I tend to just stick away from them because if I like if I don't know about something and I sure as hell can't afford to buy something that I don't know about, I'm just going to steer clear of it. The next question is an absolutely massive one. Do I have a target date for Macro Brownie Co? The answer is I absolutely do and I'm so hyped to be able to share this. This is an inside scoop because I'm not going to really share this on my Instagram for another few months. However, uh, I've had confirmation from a cafe near me that I can use their kitchen. So that will be around late February, early March. So we're looking mid-March to really get it pumping. I'm super Super excited to be able to share that with everyone. So keep your eye out for that. Sooner rather than later, it'd be nice, but I'm definitely, definitely super keen to get those out. Next up, how do you cut the habit of fast food? I'm trying so fucking hard to eat healthy and I fall back into routines. Straight up, don't cut it cold turkey. Uh, whenever I used to try and cut things cold turkey, I would fail straight away. Uh, just more try and incorporate it into your diet. I mean, that's the whole point of flexible dieting is still being able to consume the foods you enjoy within moderation. Like if you still enjoy eating fast food, then don't hesitate to have it every now and then. Obviously don't eat it all the time, but a zinger box every now and then is certainly not going to kill your gains and certainly not going to ruin your progress. Track it within your macros and I promise you, you'll be fine. You may not feel the best if you try and eat it constantly mentally as well as like your insides will feel a bit shit due to lack of fiber and lack of nutrients. However, every now and then is just fine. Make sure you treat yourself. How did you start tracking calories? I find it hard to do. To be honest, I didn't really find it that difficult to start. Um, for the most part, it's fairly easy. You just scan a barcode into an app and the app takes care of the rest for you. However, setting up the calories in the first place is can be quite difficult, but if you go to TDEE, which stands for Total Daily Energy Expenditure, if you go to tdeecalculator.net, it'll come up with a free calorie calculator. Use that, input all your details, and it'll give you a ballpark figure of where your calories need to be. Track it, hit that, track your weight. If it goes up, you're in a surplus. If it goes down, you're in a deficit. If it stays stagnant, that's your maintenance calories. Track your weight like this for maybe a week or two. See how you go, and if it's if it's good, then keep going, and if it's not, switch it up. Very important question coming up now, and it is, what is my favorite Marvel movie? I'm gonna have to say Iron Man, the first one. It just, it kicks ass. It's most definitely the best Marvel film out there. Next question is, what is your pre-bed routine? Do you have one? The answer is yes, but it's probably not what, quite what you think it's gonna be. It's, there's no like, meditation or face rubbing or anything like that. I literally brush my teeth, get my gym clothes ready for the morning and go to bed. That is literally it. It takes about four minutes. This is a, this is a bit of a random one, but I got a question that says, <laughs> you find brown marks on your undies. Do you admit they're skids or tell people you hide chocolate? I'm telling people 125% that I'm hiding chocolate. There's no way, no way in hell that if I ever had skids in my undies, I would admit that. I just, <laughs> I don't know a single person that would. We're all hiding chocolates, let's be honest. How do you feel about BMI? For those who don't know, BMI stands for Body Mass Index. I personally hate this scale. This scale, even uh, even though I'm quite lean at the moment, like I've, I very much so have visible abs, this scale tells me I'm overweight. Uh, I don't really like the scale at all. I don't think it's consistent enough to warrant being used constantly. It's very good for your average person. However, if you do go to the gym and you have obtained some muscle mass, it's not going to be a very good uh, scale for yourself. 
Next up is what rep ranges do I use? Now my coach has me using all of the rep ranges. So we use five to eight, eight to 12, six to 10, and 10 to 15 as well. Depending on the movement is how high the reps will be. All in all, I love being able to mix up the rep ranges. I'd hate going in and doing four by eight or four by 10 or four by 12. I find it excruciatingly, painfully mind numbing and boring. Now this is a super interesting question. The question is, trying to bulk on low-cal, high-volume food, batshit crazy or nah? Uh, I definitely say batshit crazy. The whole point of low-cal, high-volume food is to keep you satiated and full throughout a cutting phase. So to be able to try and use that throughout a bulking phase, especially if you're going low-cal, won't work. You need those calories to really, really fuel your workouts and make your muscle grow. You can grow muscle in a deficit, but it is extremely hard unless you're getting the most out of those newbie gains. If you've been training for a while, you're not gonna be able to grow that muscle as easily in your deficit. You can still do it, but it's extremely difficult. I'd more, I'd 100% recommend eating a higher calorie diet, especially if you're trying to get in a calorie surplus, because that's exactly what you need in order to get the most out of your sessions and make the most of your bulking phase. And the next question is step-by-step step to your process of recipe creation. To be honest, I see a food that I like and I try to just recreate a macro-friendly version of that food. Um, there's not really a whole lot of process nowadays because I kind of have my fallbacks as to which I would use if the recipe has multiple layers. For instance, I know how to make protein cake. I know how to make protein donuts. I know how to make a lot of protein-based desserts. And usually nine times out of 10, I can get around with one of those recipes and modifying it to create a new recipe. Next question, my favorite lifts is, oh, I don't even need the S at the end of that, it's not plural. My favorite lift is the deadlift. I absolutely love ripping weight off the ground. There's nothing that makes you feel more badass than just wrapping your hands around the bar and ripping the weight off the ground as best you can. Uh, I absolutely love the deadlift, 125% my favorite lift. Best My Protein Impact Whey Flavor. You already know, it's white chocolate. White chocolate is literally the best flavor on the market as far as my protein is concerned. I absolutely love it. Everyone that I've recommended it to has loved it. I'm really glad that I'm not, I don't have broken taste buds. Uh, it's a phenomenal flavor. If you can get your hands on it, get your hands on it. P.S. Use code Zacro for a worldwide discount. What is your favorite recipe on your feed? It most definitely has to be the brownies or the cookies. I make these fairly regularly, to be honest. They're, they're a weekly thing in my house. I absolutely love them. I probably won't ever get sick of them. I just, I really do enjoy them that much. Um, if I was gonna have to pick between the two, I'd probably say the brownies. They're, they're kind of the thing that really helped me grow my page. Um, I've, I absolutely love them. They're delicious. And the, everyone that I've given them to has enjoyed them. So, brownies. Favorite muscle to train and why? At the moment, I think it's my entire back. I'm just loving back and pull days for some reason. Uh, I would love lat pull downs, I love seated rows, and I love deadlifts, so I feel like that probably makes sense. If I was to choose one muscle, however, I'd actually not choose a back muscle, I'd choose my, I'd choose my pec major, just because nothing feels better than a juicy chest pump in the gym. Following on for that, what are my PRs? So my PR squat is 142.5 kilo. My PR deadlift is 190 kilo and my PR bench is 122.5 kilo. My squat is significantly lacking, which is funny because my legs are my biggest, <laughs> biggest part of my body, but it is what it is. I don't really like squatting that much, so much so that it's not even in my routine at the moment. <laughs> Next question is how to find out how much weight you should lift. Just started going to the gym. 
To be honest, when I very first started going to the gym, I went with a friend and I just lifted what I could for what I thought was the adequate amount of hypertrophy reps, which in my head was 10. So I would lift as heavy as I could, as long as I could get 10, but I not so much that I could get like five more. Uh, it's different for everyone. You can look up calculators online if you really want, but personally, I just went in and winged it as best I could. How did me and my girlfriend meet? This is actually a great story. We went to a fried chicken Friday party hosted by none other than Ain Dogs Burgers, the fried chicken king of Melbourne himself. Anyway, we were there. Uh, she was drunk, lying on the floor, eating a KFC Wicked Wing, holding it in the air, singing along to Britney Spears. That was basically my first impression of her, and I've loved her ever since. Now to a bit of a deeper question. What is my first recollection of happiness? To be honest, I, I can't remember at all. Um, I remember being five or maybe even four and playing the drums in my backyard. Um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a drummer. I loved the drums. So in the photo, uh, I'm smiling. So I can imagine it's probably that, but I don't really remember much before that. I don't think many people do, but we'll go with that one. Next question, what would be your final meal ever? And I'm gonna take a three course option here because I can. Uh, a smash burger from Backyard Burgers because I genuinely believe that they are the, some of the greatest burgers I've ever had. That would be my entree. And then I'm going to go a full pizza from Sal's Pizzeria in Melbourne CBD because they're massive New York style pizzas. Alternatively, if they're closed that day, I'm getting Pierre's pizza and I'm getting the Cheesy Boy. It is basically a Big Mac pizza. It's phenomenal. Absolutely love it. Dessert, I'm going to get a cookie from the chocolate chip. Now, for those who don't know who the chocolate chip is, she actually asked this question, and it's a very good question because she probably knew that her cookie was gonna be on there. Does some of the best loaded cookies in Melbourne and all of Australia. Oh, if you haven't had them, just get to know them. They're absolutely phenomenal. Have I got any Christmas-inspired recipes up my sleeve? I most definitely do. I've barely posted in December at all. I'm very sorry about that, but I've just been ridiculously busy. But I definitely have a couple of recipes to go. Um, I don't have any pecan pie because I've never had pecan pie and I don't want to completely butcher something I've never had. However, I'm going to try and find one, maybe modify it, but I want to try the original first. But yeah, definitely got some more coming. Next up, am I a gamer? And if so, what do I play? To be honest, I very, very, very rarely play video games, and when I do, it's like one game of FIFA. I used to be a massive football slash soccer nut, so I play the old game of FIFA here and there, but other than that, I'm really bad at video games, especially first-person shooters. I'm so bad at first-person shooters. Next up, finally, you're on YouTube. What took you so long? Keep up the good work, love, and support from Greece. First of all, thank you so much for the kind words. It truly means a lot to me. Second of all, I think mainly the way that I looked kept me from being on YouTube. No one wants to listen to a guy talk about nutrition and food and the gym who doesn't look like they take that stuff seriously. So I think that was a massive, massive aspect of why, what kept me back for so long. It realistically, in hindsight, shouldn't have kept me back. Like I could have easily shown a transformation in there or do whatever I did there, but... Uh, yeah, that's definitely what kept me back for so long. That and the equipment. Like, I didn't want to just start putting out subpar content with a phone. I really wanted to make sure I had half-decent equipment to bring good quality content. And the lucky last question. What do you do in your wind-down slash in your free time and what I enjoy outside of fitness and macro-friendly cooking slash eating? To be honest, when I'm chilling, I'm just chilling. I'm watching a movie with my housemate or my girlfriend or both. 
Uh, that is that tends to be what I do the most of as far, as far as chilling goes. I'll just zone out and stare at a screen. Not in the way that most other people do. I know a lot of people to relax will scroll through social media, but for me, that feels more like forcing myself to be on Instagram. I don't want to do it. I'll just sit there, watch TV, and get absolutely lost in whatever the hell is on the screen. Well, that sums up the questions, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know you could have picked tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of podcasts to listen to, but for some reason, you missed me and you wanted to check out this one. Again, so sorry that I've been missing. I do have a couple of podcasts to record, so we're going back to weekly podcasts as well as YouTube twice a week, as well as Instagram almost daily. (gasps) Jeez, no wonder you guys don't want to listen to me. I'm everywhere. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.